the podcast this is tea with a slice of shade in 2020 we're doing it big we're doing it new we're doing it different i'm your host and i fizzle if you're nasty i'm coming through with energy can't lie i had coffee today but anyway i have a special anyway okay before i get into my special guest i need to just take in stages i need to take in stages okay so as you guys know um at the end of our last episode we basically zayna basically moved to nigeria and we did a few episodes in Nige, which you did upload. But yeah, I'm back in London now. And we need to get back on the uploading with the consistency because it just ain't it. So in this episode, rather than it being just me and Zainab as usual, I'm joined by my lovely sister, Nello. Hi. Introduce yourself. Hi, I'm Nello. And yeah, I'm Naya's favourite sister and my mum's favourite daughter. <laughs> okay, the, the second half isn't a lie. <laughs> that's actually a big, big truth. Obviously, she's quite nervous. So like, if she's a bit, mm, she's just nervous. I don't know why though. Like, no one's actually here. It's actually just <laughs> me, you and a microphone. Like, it's actually not that deep. Okay. <laughs> But anyway, how, how are you? How are you doing? How I'm you good. I'm good. I'm like just preparing for my last year in university. So I've got a lot of work to do. Yeah, thank you for taking time out to, oh, to record. No me. problem. I got a lot to say, girl. <laughs> <laughs> no, you've been listening to our podcast from day dot. Like, yeah, Nella's I'm a an real OG. Rider, like... I'm an OG fizzler. <laughs> <laughs> That's not what they're called. <laughs> She's an OG sipper, okay? She's sipping on Oh, yes, yeah, sipper. Yes, I've been a sipper. Always girl. have been. <laughs> yeah. Keeping it real. But um, today's episode. Like, I, do you know what? With what's been happening on social media recently, a lot of things have just been getting under my skin. And I couldn't think of anyone more knowledgeable <laughs> to have this conversation with than you. <laughs> on God. On God. Because featureism isn't something that a lot of black people do. Not a lot of black people know about, it's, period. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's like, very taboo. It's not even like it's taboo. I just don't think they actually know what it is. Oh, they'll call it colorism. Like, they don't realise that they actually mm. mean colorism. Mm. You know, they don't realise they actually mean featureism. They'll yeah. be talking about it as if it's colorism. No, damn straight. Like, I remember I was speaking to my black friend. Um, so I don't know why that's new. <laughs> <I said. laughs> my black friend. <laughs> I don't know why. That needed to be a fact. But, you know, my friend, he was black. Um, he was like, yeah, like, I really attracted to black women. You know, um... I think Lupita Nyong'o is beautiful. I think, um, and then I was like, okay, like, what do you think about like Tiana Taylor and like Ari Lennox? He was like, yeah, like they're cute, but like they're just not my type. La 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 la. And I was just like, okay, but like this is kind of what I mean about featureism. Like, you're why you're not attracted to Ari Lennox, but you are attracted to Lupita Nyong'o. Like, not but like obviously black women are, are not a homogenous group. Like there are women that you're attracted to and that you're not attracted to, but the fundamental fact, the reason why you're not attracted to Ari, Ari or Tiana is based on their features. It's because they have wider noses, they have fuller lips, they have more African, black-type features that just aren't close to sort of the Eurocentric beauty standard kind of vibe. And, like, it took about 10 minutes of, <laughs> of me trying to display this point. But at the end, he was like, do you know what, you're so right. Like, I don't... It's actually true. Like, I actually... Like, featureism actually is a thing. Do you know what I mean? Mm. So what would you say would be the definition of futurism? Um, I would say... <laughs> Girl, chill out. I would say that the definition of futurism is like the discrimination based on um, someone's facial mm. or like body features in mm. preference to European features. Right. No, I hear that. I think like, do you know what? I think we need to go back, obviously, to explain what actually happened with Ari Lennox. Yeah, so I think it's important to sort of identify what exactly happened with Ari Lennox. So um, on Twitter, someone must have made a tweet saying, Ari Lennox and Tiana Taylor are fine AF, but they look like pit bulls or something like that. And when I first read it, I was just like, oh, for fuck's sake. Like, 
Again, do you know what I mean? And it got a lot of likes and retweets. As it well. did, it, and it wasn't. Do you know what it is? I I feel like a lot of celebrities they do get a lot of hate sometimes, and some comments you can sort of allow to sort of brush under the rug, like something just don't affect you. But when you keep seeing something over and over and over again, and it keeps getting retweeted, and people are lolling, people are laughing, like it actually gets to the point where it it could hurt you. Do you know what I mean? It does hurt you. And Ari Lennox did bite back. She went on her Instagram live. And she was coming and she was crying, saying, like, why is that we are the only community that belittles each other all the time? Like, the white community doesn't do that. The Asian community doesn't do well. They have their own fair share of struggles and hardships. I don't, I'm not privy to that because I'm not a part of them. But it's like the black community is the only community that constantly finds a way to degrade black women even further than they already have been. And... What was to my surprise was actually wasn't to my surprise at all is what we always say in this podcast all the time. Zainab is a chief advocate of saying this. The black men were silent. Black men, I did not see any black men coming forward to condemn these comments. Even not even they didn't even care about the comments. And it kind of goes back to what we always say, like black men do not ride for black women. Like they never do at all accounts. So and when they're given the opportunity to or whenever, like, a topic does come up that frustrates black women, for example, when we discuss representation of black women and, you know, black fishing, when people that aren't black identify as black, mm-mm. you know, when we talk about these things, it's always you're bitter, you're hating, yourself, you're jealous. But it's like when the actual things that make us say these things happen, where are you guys? Why are you putting, touching your nose? I thought I was going to sneeze. <laughs> um, sorry. Do you know what I mean? I do. I do. And um, one thing I was going to say that I forgot what I was going to say, but yeah, it's really sad in the way that Ari Lennox was treated. Oh, I don't know what I was going to say. Basically, Ari Lennox is an artist who was signed to Dreamville and her career only t- took off pretty much with Shea Butter Baby. I'd heard of her before because yeah. I used to be a really big fan of um, J. Cole, who was the creator of Dreamville, the record label. Mm-hmm. And I saw her and I was like, eh, I'm not really into it. Probably because I, I literally did never even click on a song and it would be suggested yeah. to me in my streaming, um, my music streaming app or whatever. And then um, everyone could argue, or someone could argue, that mm-hmm. J. Cole is kind of like a hotep in the sense of he's like pro Africa pro-black, pro-this. Like, that's the kind of vibe he's going off. Mm-hmm. And his whole label, obviously, he's the head of the label, so the whole label is kind of in that direction as well. Yeah. In, dif- in of different levels. Like, you've yeah. got artists like Buzz. I love Buzz. Buzz is, um, where is he from? I think he's from East Africa. Sudan. Is he? He's Sudanese, yeah. Really? He's a Sudanese artist, yeah. He was living in France at one point, and then he moved to America. Then you've got artists like Omen. Is it Omen? Or is it Cos? Some light-skinned American guy. He mm-hmm. is, you know, he's an up-and-coming rapper as well. And he's also up-and-coming. So he's also <laughs> in the realm of, like, you know, kind of dabbling into the whole... You know, the black is profitable right now, so they're kind of dabbling into that. Do you speak, see it as they're doing it as, like, a profit move? I'm getting onto that. I okay. see it as... Yes, they are. Because Ari Lennox is in your label, and you see this... The Twitter is literally in flames over this whole situation, right. and no one said anything. No one... No one in her label said anything. Right. No one, it's even so Jay true. Cole, Mr. Pro Africa with a K, he didn't say anything. Yeah. So it's interesting. And it further proves the point that when people say that all these black male artists are literally using their identity for money, when yeah. it's a practical example of a black person, a black woman being racially attacked, none of them say anything. Yeah. No. So basically, you're saying that black men only sort of ride for black women when it benefits them rather than when it they do it out of the genuine love for, like, the black women. Yeah. And the thing is, I don't see anything wrong with black artists profiting off of the um, who they are as black people. I don't mm-hmm. see anything wrong with that. But don't make it a thing where, you, in real life, you don't actually care about black people. Because in my opinion... J. Cole doesn't care about black people in the sense that he left Ari Lennox to get attacked in that way. And J. Cole knows how to tweet. He knows how to interact with his fans when it benefits him. But when it's about one of his artists... I mean, we talk about... That's Ari's place of work, being a singer. So we talk about workplace discrimination. 
Ariana doesn't have a HR to go to. So yeah. J. Cole, being the public figure he is, and being the head of the artist, he had a responsibility and he flopped her. Just to, to protect her, really. Yep. It's just crazy, like, when we talk about... <laughs> yep. And that's on period. <laughs> period poo. <laughs> like... <laughs> So what, are we cancelling J. Cole now too? Like, uh, damn! <laughs> We're not cancelling J. Cole. I don't believe in cancelling nobody because nobody gets cancelled, but I'm just saying... Yeah, no one actually really gets cancelled apart if, unless you're a black woman. Yeah. If oh, I'm very honest. Yeah. No one gets cancelled no apart from black women. Cancelled, like, yeah. <laughs> you're annoying. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah that's, that's a word. That's a word. But for me, like, when it comes to futurism, it's more so understanding understanding how it sort of affects black women. Do you know what I mean? Because I'm very much aware that my features are not the predominantly black female features. Do you know what I mean? I haven't got like the nose, like the like the amplified look. Do you know what I mean? I don't know. How what would you even describe like black features to be? That's the thing, because black features are so diverse, you can't just right. say they're in one particular way. Right. That's why I hate when people see a black person, they're like, oh, they've got white features, and this person's 100% black. Like, right. all those models who come from South Sudan, everyone's saying they're only successful because they have white features. They don't have white features. No, they features. don't. They have, like, South they Sudanese features. They have South Sudanese features, which white people can profit off. That's yeah. a different thing. So when it comes to featureism, it's almost like there are different types of features which you can profit off, and the features which will not that you that almost like hinders black women so an example of that would probably be really big lips like not just big lips yeah. like really big lips like there's this rapper you know Leomi Agerson yeah she yeah she's a very pretty um, like supermodel her boyfriend Lancey Foe he's a rapper he had that she's song she's a Lancey Foe yeah they're chatting yeah they're to- they've been together Boy. they've been together I think it's like coming up to five years Whoa, where have I her, been but- <laughs> yeah but how, how- you've seen him right is he got like dreads? Yeah, he's got really big lips, yeah, yeah. slim frame. Him, those kind of features. Jay- I did Jay-Z, not know they were together. His kind of features, but Jay Z's a man, so it's different. So okay, if we're gonna talk about like features, an example is when Blue Ivy, before Blue Ivy was born, people for some reason that no one can explain, they wanted her to be mixed race. They were like, oh, I don't understand. Blue Ivy should come out with um, and it's you know why? It's because North, it's because of North. For some, mm. during that time, the media was basically putting Kim and Kanye and Beyonce and Jay-Z on the same level, so yeah. they had the same level of clout, same level of talent, same level of reach. You First know. of all, KKW West <laughs> and that clan West. could never... <laughs> they could never okay yeah. but there was a time where the media Disrespect. was pushing that they were the exact same because of Jay-Z and Kanye had just now watched the throne and then Kanye started dating Kim, so I was like, okay... They could never. Okay. okay. Kim, Don't dis- Kim entered Beyonce. that realm. Obviously, eventually the the whole hype died down. But because of K- Kim was dating Kanye, clearly North would be mixed mixed race. Um, Beyonce was dating Jay Z. People forgot that Beyonce was actually mixed black. race slash black in America, but mixed race here. Because is she mixed race? Her mom. Where's her mom from? She's like Creole. Really? I, I have a feeling because Beyonce is looks a bit. Yeah, but like, like, you can look at what's it called, Solange, and it's like, okay, you bleh. But like, oh, Beyonce's mom is Creole, but that means she's technically mixed race here. Yeah, but she's predominantly black because if she is Creole, then yeah. she's half. Wait, what is Creole? Creole was basically someone who, from America, from what I understand, I could be hella wrong, but from what I understand, a Creole was someone who's like half French, half African American, or a, they could be like African American with a little bit of French in them. That's what Creole meant in America. Creole in, like, Africa is a language. Mmm. So is it, like, your, like, French-European French? Yeah. Or, like, Caucasian-European white French? Like what? You're like white French. Yeah, you're like because you can be French and be black. Yeah. Oh no, no, no. Yeah, yeah. You're like white and black, and the white is specifically from France. The French either invaders or settlers or colonizers. Fact check that because we could be wrong. Yeah, but um, I'm sure I'm right. But I'm not be accurate. But um, (laughs) I'm not be accurate. (laughs) But um, (laughs) so yeah, technically she is black. I take it back. She is black. But um, people forgot that Jay Z is black. Like people just forgetting that um, Northwest is not going to look like 
Blue, Blue Ivy, Ivy is not going to be a mixed race child. Yeah, that's not going to happen. But you right. forgot that so they were comparing the two, and then people that's were sad. people were basically saying that if she comes out with Jay Z, she's going to have a hard life because Jay Z has tough, not tough. Ooh, not Girl, tough you better take that one back. No, no, I know what you mean. Strong, I know what you're saying. He has very, very emphasized, <laughs> underlined, in italics, bold. Yeah, yeah, African features child. Yeah, like, you know. He black. You know he black. Yeah. I mean, he get he deserves it. I don't like Jay-Z. F you Jay-Z. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like him. But um but yeah. Jay-Z child. But yeah, and also he's just not that good looking. So a lot of people were like, you know, it'll be unfortunate if, if Blue Ivy looks like her dad. And I just said that purely because I just don't think Jay-Z's attractive. Yeah, he's not. He's but, just not an attractive man to me. But the reason why he isn't attractive is because of his features. And I stand is by it? that. I stand he's ugly because his features, like <laughs> <laughs> the way they are together on his face. <laughs> <laughs> the way they are on his face just aren't nice. Like you can take Jay Z's lips are fine. Jay Z's nose is fine. Jay Z's eyes is fine. His head is fine. But, but together, together. <laughs> all on one person, God, like, he not happening. <laughs> and he deserves it. He sold crack to his mom, so I don't care. He sold crack to his mother. Yes, I'm sure he rapped about this. You know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so wait, is his mom around now? Or? Yeah, yeah. His mom's gay. Really. So he sold crack to his mum. His mum was addicted to crack. He was a drug slash crack dealer and he sold crack to his mum. I could be inaccurate. But I'm, I'm sure he's rapped about that before. Yeah, in 444 or something. Yeah. Which had an yeah, had a hard life. That's a, that's a tough... No streams from me. No, <laughs> he got no streams from me, child. Oh, uh, yeah. So, yeah. I don't like Jay Z. That's what yeah, we're talking that's about. That's the size, the point. Okay. That's another episode, child. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> if we talk about Jay Z, bring me on. But um, yeah, so that is like an obvious example. People were like saying, "Oh my God, Blue Ivy, she's supposed to be mixed race." And then, even to this day, like as she's growing older, like, and she's looking more like her dad. Yo, yo, people are still coming for people her. People are still coming for people her. Are saying, people really want her. Even her fans. Like I'm not part of the um, beehive, but um, I'm I because of. Basically, a lot of um, Beyonce's fans, because they don't like Jay-Z because he cheated, and because some of them think he's ugly as well, they are almost like, always like, oh my gosh, she's so much like Beyonce. She's like Beyonce. She's like, like they want to, they really want her to look like Beyonce because Beyonce has... Softer. Mm, that's it. Smaller statement. features. Smaller yeah. European... Yeah. You can see, I'm just moving yeah, my hands circles. Like, she's like... <laughs> The, her features appear strongly to like the European gays, like the white yeah, gays. Yeah, you know what I mean, they look. Yeah. They're more. They're more inclined with what beauty standards are. Mm-hmm. Beyonce's looks, and even like didn't um that presenter and that white lady like the black the black man guy. And oh the my white god, lady, yes, they're making comments about Blue Ivy. Oh, I need to get these comments up, child. Oh my yes. phone It was so bad. Um, all I remember was the white lady said something like, "Oh, she, uh, Blue Ivy's gonna turn sixteen and then get plastic surgery." Yeah, I can't feel sorry for rich people. She, no, the black guy said that, and then the white guy said, "I don't, I can't feel sorry for rich people." Oh, okay. Yeah, I know it was a, the black man that said in the comment about Blue Ivy. I was thinking once again. Black man showing their hands yeah. about how annoying you guys are and how much you do not ride for black women. Yeah. Point and case. Yeah. But so, um, I want have a question for you. Would for you it. say that have you ever in your life experienced featureism? Is it an isolated incident? Does it play into colorism? Yeah, hundred percent. To be honest, no. To be honest, right? Would you say having a large forehead? is like a black feature you know i feel like that takes a lot of research because but at the same time a lot of research but like like <laughs> a lot of Afri from the african diaspora they just do have larger heads especially like a lot of somalian people have larger foreheads so, a lot of black men like i remember in school like black guys used to have big heads do you know what i mean yeah. <laughs> i don't know just a black people thing that we just have big heads. I mean, maybe it is. Let's, maybe, let's just assume it is. Yeah, let's just, okay, for, for, the, for the sake of this conversation, let's assume that larger foreheads are, like, a predominantly black trait. So, um... Hence why they don't look nice on non-black people. Girl, you shady child. No, but I'm serious. I've noticed that. Like, when you look at a non-black person with a big forehead, you're like, there's something wrong with them. I can't put my finger, finger on it. <laughs> Scratch his chin, like, what? Okay, but, um... I remember being in, like, year five, 
and not realizing that I had a big forehead. Like I didn't realize that my forehead was big. I didn't think it was big. <laughs> like, no, I, was I just thought I had a regular forehead. Yeah. So I used to always have braids like back in that those times. And then I remember going to school once and so and like people genuinely used to say like if your forehead was longer than like your four five finger no four yeah your four fingers together four, head, four fingers yeah yeah then like you have a big forehead and like mine was like five fingers plus one do you know what I mean really? <laughs> mine was like five fingers plus I one and I was like oh my god my forehead is so big and everyone but even before that people used to say my forehead was big anyway mm-hmm. so then from there I used to always put like my braids into like a fringe so I always had to have like a fringe with my braids like I need to find a picture of me in like year five do you remember that period I used to do it like, you did it <laughs> Like, I was doing that purely because my forehead was huge. Like, it was actually humongous. So I used to literally put, like, three braids just going across as a fringe. Wow, and, like, I pinned it no to the side. that's why you did that. Yeah, damn straight. Like, that was probably, like, my earliest experience with featurism. Mm-hmm. And then, like, I got to, like... I don't know how old I was. And then I realised that my forehead is actually a forehead. Like, if you've got a problem with that, take it up with your mother because it's not me who's going to stress herself to have an ugly braid fringe. Like, it doesn't even look cute. Like, it didn't even look cute. Like, I swear to God. I swear to God. But I think that's, like, my earliest experience with futurism. And I wouldn't associate that with colorism in itself because it was about my feature. Do you know what I mean? It wasn't about my race or my colour. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? But um, what about you? Have you had? Ah, um, uh, yeah, yeah. When I got to year seven, I had a lot of people like talking about it was just black people saw heads in general. Mm. So people would, it was, and it wasn't even the black people; it was the white people who would do this. They would, um, it wasn't a lot, but they would just make it like. A thing if they were going to attack a black person specifically a black mm. girl it would be their foreheads i could be making this up because i have a really bad memory but i remember it mm-hmm. so yeah <laughs> it happened to yeah. you like yeah the memories are valid yeah and there was this girl who i was friend who i'm still friends with who we went to the same secondary school and she was like she wasn't like a victim or anything but she was one of like um the more popular girls and i don't really know why people used to dog her so much but it never seemed to affect her on the surface that's probably why people dogged her so much because she didn't take it personally but they would definitely go for a forehead and the forehead isn't even that yeah. big so yeah i mean it's quite big <laughs> girl bye <laughs> yeah no that's that's actually that's Ooh, oh my god girl what am i talking about oh <laughs> My nose, so I have a big nose. You have a big nose. Yeah, but any, but I, it's interesting, child. Wait a minute, wait a minute, because the, the Jews are coming in, child. <laughs> so no one has openly come to me about my nose, right? Mm-hmm. But oh my god, I don't want to say this. Basically, go for it. Go for it. This is so embarrassing. Yeah, basically, oh, I've never said this before. Okay, basically, a girl thought she could see. <laughs> So, don't <laughs> remember this. <laughs> a sis must have put a video on YouTube. <laughs> I don't know why I thought I could sing. Oh, oh my god, I don't know why. Everyone had these periods where they just uh, put stupid no, things up online. No, I took it too far. I took it too far. Like I thought I could sing, <laughs> so I put a video of me singing "Valerie" by Amy Winehouse. That was my favorite song at the time. Like yeah. I would sing that all the time. That's a damn tune, though. Yeah, period. and then I put a video of me singing it in my bathroom, and I showed it to only one friend. I was like, "Girl, like I put a video, go watch it," and I sent her the link. And she was such a good friend. Like she was just like, "Oh my god, you sound amazing." I sound awful. Mm-hmm. I mean, I didn't sound that bad, but like I wasn't amazing. You know what I mean? To like put it on YouTube, child. So um, yeah, and then. I didn't know nothing about trolls. <laughs> I had no idea that there were trolls on the internet. So I put the video. Oh my god! I know I put it up because there was um, some stupid you know, them scans where they're like, okay, we're looking for like dancers, um, actors, singers, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mu- uh, musicians, mu- musicians, magicians. That's it. Yeah. Magicians. <laughs> yeah, magicians. Wow. So it was a talent search, a fake one. So I was like, okay, let me put myself forward. You know what's else that can happen? So I put that video up and I tagged them in it. Girl, tell me why. I got two dislikes. I got four. <laughs> oh my god, I got four likes and I got two comments. I remember one of them saying something like, Oh, you can't sing. Fair enough. It's <laughs> and then another That's one fair. said, Why? Your nose is so big. Why do you have a Jewish No, he said, Why do you have a Jewish nose? And it was at that moment I was like, I just looked in the mirror like, Wait a minute. 
Jewish nose and I went to school with Jewish people. So the next day in school, I started to look for the Jewish people in my year group and I would talk to them and be like, I wouldn't even listen to what they're saying. I'm just looking at the nose like, does my nose look like that? No. What does the Jewish nose even mean? What does the Jewish nose even look, look like? like? And that's when I realised, oh, Jewish people have big noses. You went, remember when well, you went to a, a Jewish... That's a stereotype, You went to a though. Jewish drama school. Remember? It's very true. It wasn't a Jewish drama school. It was just in a Jewish area. Oh, yeah, so so a lot of Jewish people. were Jewish. And... Yeah, that was just weird to me. Yeah, that was just weird. I don't think you have a Jewish nose, but I, I don't. I don't even know what that even means it's just as a statement. With a hump, but that's a no. It's not even a stereotype. I don't know a Jewish. There's. I know so many Jewish people with like bigger noses. Yeah. I'm, don't call me anti-Semitized or whatever because I'm not Semitic. that. Yeah, I'm not that, but it's a thing. Like I, I, I worked in Golders Green at one point. Like it was not. <laughs> Ain't yeah. no joke. They used to joke about that, them having Jewish noses. Even I even used to told them this story about how oh someone said I had a Jewish nose. Like oh no you don't. That's so like a like they don't see it. It's not a compliment. <laughs> it's, it's not. A, is it a slur? Is it something rude? They saw it as a joke. Like they didn't yeah. take it seriously. So yeah, yeah, they they have big issues to to fry. Like look at Israel child. Like they were not trying to worry about big nose, small nose. Like, yeah, like, they have bigger problems on yeah, that page. Yeah, but we're not talking about Jewish anymore. Yeah, <laughs> no, but that's probably like that's like your unique experience with mm. like recognizing like your featureism on your own self. Oh, and then featureism, but in a weird way because when I used to, when I was younger, when I smile, my top lip basically disappears. I have no lip, no top lip syndrome. So when you smile, Bye. your top lip disappears. So then I I used to smile a lot because <laughs> I was laughing all the time mm-hmm. in secondary school. So mm-hmm. I'd always be smiling. So I basically yeah. had no lip for like five years. <laughs> and people used to always tell me like you have white people lips because my top lip disappears. Yeah, and I'm like, why are your lips so small? Like what? I thought black people had big lips, but you, your lips are so small. And the, some people are telling me this. They'll be black and have smaller lips than I'll me. Be like, girl, what are you talking? <laughs> like, what you talking about? I was a child and it wasn't even the first time I was around black people but I think because in primary school there was only two black kids so mm. we were all pretty much like we're just black period but like when I went to school and there was like black boys black girls there was like a lot and they were telling me this I thought okay this must be true no one was there to tell me in primary school this must be true I have white people lips I will live with it yeah <laughs> I didn't want to get lip fillers though that never actually came across that never was a thing that I wanted to do I, I don't think, think you need that I think I may have internalised that there's something wrong with big lips because they didn't say it in a way to be rude because the white people didn't say in a way to be rude they were like oh like an endearing kind of way in a way like hmm. like <laughs> this is new yeah like <laughs> this is interesting it was the black people who saw it as like oh how has something to mock her about but it was white people that were like that's not what I no yeah that's interesting that's actually interesting but, like, a lot of these things when it comes to sort of preferences, like like I was saying earlier about my friend who said that he wouldn't date um, certain black women based on their features. Sorry, what am I saying? <laughs> <laughs> Rewind. <laughs> a lot of um, these comments on features sort of, sort of delve into the idea of, like, preferences as well, like, preferences within dating as well. So, like I said earlier, my black friend, he wouldn't date certain black women based on their features is sort of going into the whole concept of like preference dating and personally I have a big issue with preference dating because to me it's like when someone says they date and they they have a certain preference in who they date the concept of a preference means you think something is better than another for example I prefer coffee over tea because I like the taste of coffee. Do you know what I mean? I don't like tea because it's too weak. Do you know what I mean? Like, there's always a reason why you like something over the other. And a lot of the time, it tends to come into this argument of when I see things on, like, TL, like, oh, I, pre- I just prefer to date, like, lighter-skinned women, I prefer to date this kind of women, I prefer to date dark women, I prefer to date white women, I prefer to date this, that, and the third. To me, <clears throat> it's not because... To me, it's like, what is in someone's race or in their facial features that makes you prefer them do you know what do you am i making sense to, am i making sense to somebody yeah. like to somebody out there like yeah. what is it in because it's it can't be in someone's appearance that you're that you are generally attracted to them do you know what i mean like there must for me to be attracted to someone for example there needs to be like your mind your in the level of intellect your um 
the way you dress, that's important to me. The way you articulate yourself, that's important. Like, these are features, these are actual characteristics that I need to see in a certain person that, for me to be, want to date them. Not the way that they look or the colour that they are. Do you get, like, you look confused. No, I'm just reading something completely different. Yeah, oh, ignore this. It's here. (laughs) Um... So, yeah, like, that's one of my main issues, like, sort of preference dating as well. And I was watching a video, it's a really, really old video of Jackie Anna, which is talking about how Chris Brown has, like, was made in a song saying he only likes dark um, black girls with softer hair or whatever like yeah, that. Yeah, good hair. He said with, good hair. With good hair. And, you know, we all know what, what, that, means what that means. It doesn't used in any positive way. Do you know what I mean? Like, there's no way you can spin that. Like, to be honest, there are black girls, there are, black girls do have nice hair, like, like, what to be honest, what is nice hair? Nice hair could be kinky hair, it could be and um, pike curled hair, it's just having healthy hair, in my opinion. But with Chris Brown's dating history, we've seen him only go to a certain a certain type of black girl with the black hair with with good hair. Not calling a shade a shade, but you know <laughs> what I'm trying to say. So like what is your take on like preference dating? Do you think like it's a valid way of discussing who you want to date. Like, do you, do you know what I'm trying to say? Like, is it, a va- is, it, is it valid? Does it make sense? If you need to leave it in 2019, because for me, when you leave that, leave that shit in 2019, it is just not, it's just not intelligent at all. It is colorist. It is, um, it does pin women against each other. And, you know, yeah. What, what, do you, what is your take on that? My take on preference dating is that dating in general, regardless of skin shade or skin... Um, facial features mm-hmm. is exclusionary and it's exclusive that's why I meant exclusive so people generally don't have a wide dating pool they are very exclusive in who they pick as a partner yeah. and so when it comes to things as um fickle and as um literally like very like what I don't know how to say Something as, like, stupid... I don't need to wear stupid, but you know what I mean. Like, something mm. as it does not matter, in, like, quotes, as skin tone, it's, like... I want to understand it from... Like, so when do it, like... <laughs> <laughs> when do it do, like... <laughs> like, when does that... In my opinion, let me just say in my opinion, right? Yeah. I'm very much of the opinion that I do feel that black women need to stop worrying about what or who sorry mm-hmm. who black men choose to date yeah i know it's frustrating colorism is very frustrating yeah on a base level or in terms of your access to resources colorism is so frustrating like in countries in the caribbean countries in africa women are literally putting their lives at risk in order to gain jobs because in some countries or in some parts of the in some parts of certain african or caribbean countries women are losing jobs because of the color of their shit color of their skin in I'm not, i don't want to talk about asians because we're not asian but i know that in india there's like a massive skin bleaching um epidemic epidemic and a whole industry where people are literally it's being advertised like it's showing the woman getting um a better chance in dating a better chance at um economic prosperity and independence it's Mm -hmm. it's it's perverse almost in in the what's it called the global south how skin shade is used because of women are so like the culture of those countries and of the and of the of those people is that women need to depend on men and the fact that they're showing female independence through skin bleaching is a perversion on female independence you know what i mean yeah and so in that sense i can understand why women in those countries would take it so personally but for me because i'm in the global north mm-hmm. and so i am a minority and you know what I mean? Like, in I'm in the UK, so in the UK, we're, like, in the 2011 census, black people were, like, 3% of the population. Really? 1% of us are in London. Damn. So, um, no, not 1% of us are in London. 1% of us are in England, something like that. And then, like, there's a million black people in London, I think, something like that. And so, when Fact you look check. at the stats that show that Caribbean men, 50% of them are dating white women and having children with them, I... I'm not going... To, I can't put myself in the position to try and fight against that, honestly. Because... Yeah. Because... I think it's not really about fighting against it. It's more so, like, admitting that you're a colorist. Do you know what I mean? Because they... I feel like a lot of black men that say, oh, I just... I pref- I have a preference for X, Y, Z and the other. Rather than admitting it's, it's because you are a colorist, they sort of paint it as if 
you know, what black women are identifying is wrong. Or that yeah. we're crazy for saying what we're saying. Like, you're just jealous or you're just hating. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. it's like, no, actually, like, what you're saying is actually doesn't make any logical sense. Like, you cannot have a preference on someone based on their skin tone. Like, yeah. that doesn't even make sense <laughs> but for me it's like i don't care anymore yeah i don't care no 100%, 100%. I, I don't care if black We're men don't want to realize that they're colorist i don't care about that because even if they do realize the colorist what does that even mean for me I already knew you were colorist, so how does my life yeah. change that now that you know? No, I think it's... I hear that 110%, but I think, for me, it's more so, like, don't make it out as if we're being crazy if I identify by saying that. Yeah. Don't make it as if we're, what we're saying is wrong or, in fact, all that means that we're jealous or that we must be hating or and people of a different skin tone. It's, like, that's actually not the case. We're just saying that this, this colorism and that we move. Do you know what I mean? And at the end of the day, colorism only really negatively impacts black women. Yeah. It doesn't impact any other race or identity of people the way it will, the way it will impact black women. Yeah. So I feel like by almost... I understand you're saying you don't care about it because you're, you're entitled to not care. But for other black women that do care, like, they are allowed to care because it, it does impact them. It may not impact them to the same degree as someone in the global south, like how you identified earlier... But it identifies, it impacts them, like, maybe psychologically. It impacts them maybe mentally. It might, depend, it, it might impact your, even your um, self-esteem, things like that. But at the same time, we can't find our self-esteem from everywhere else. We need to find our self-esteem from within. Exactly. But that's a different podcast episode, child. But my thing is, the black women who are being, like, psychologically impacted, is it at the fact of colorism? Because I can mm-hmm. understand that. Or is it the fact that black men gaslight black women because i don't understand why if a black if black men let's say that's like a thing like a it's a thing yeah black men gaslight black women i think it's the gaslighting why are we still even having conversations with them i'm, I'm being serious because if we look at the statistics they are very much incapable of holding these conversations they're yeah. like the least educated the in america 50 50 percent of them make less than 23k a year like they don't have the i feel like um the black people and how we viewed ourselves as a collective we've always viewed black men as like the leaders and the pioneers because that's what men are in the in each individual race mm-hmm. but if we actually look at the statistics and if we actually like understand what they're saying it's showing the complete opposite black women have been leading liberation movements black women are the most educated group in america black women you know what about the uk black women are we... i haven't even looked at the uk oh, okay but assuming it's the same, because (laughs) the black women who are educated in America are West African um, immigrants, so let's assume that it's the same here, but we can Mm -hmm. always check. So it's like, why are we talking to these people? (laughs) Why are we... Why are we we even bothering at this point? They don't have have the range. The ones who do, fair enough, but we're not going to single you out because you're a decent human being. If the majority of you are not decent, then why are we even like... It doesn't make sense to me. Why are we letting the dead weight drag us back? (laughs) Hold us down. I'm I'm, I'm serious. That's really what I wanted to say. It's that that I don't get why we're letting dead weight cause so much psychological dysfunction like i'm telling if you just knew that black men do not care about you the stats show they don't care about you why are you saying you should care you should care you should, yeah they like, don't. this is why we they don't like, and they won't <laughs> <laughs> they don't and they won't okay like literally that is all we see like what more evidence do you need like, to prove I, uh, this like <laughs> At this point, a lot of things that impact black men, I literally just sit there and just shrug my damn shoulders because... Girl, it sucks. <laughs> Life sucks. Like, get over it. I'm sick and tired of, in America, when um, the police brutality thing was, like, at the peak of media attention. Like, 2015 times. Yeah. Trayvon Martin basically, like, shaping the whole decade, if we're being honest with you. Like, yeah. he shaped the decade. Really and truly. We saw black men being gunned down by the police. Oh, my God. Black women created BLM, and they were leading the movement. When a black woman died, Sandra Tell me why. Where Tell me why it was the niggas one. with an ER that was saying, we need more proof. They were saying, we just need more proof. I don't believe this. Something ain't right. Like, why is it when a black man dies or a black man shot by the police have to ask? We, we don't even ask whether he antagonised the police. I'm playing devil's advocate too. 
don't ask whether he antagonized the police, whether he just killed somebody, whether he just um, sexually assaulted somebody. We just go BLM, Black Lives Matter. But as a black woman, we now have to start doing every question, Inspector Gadget, and start looking where was she? What trace her steps? Where is she from? Who does she speak to? What's her call log? That's why I'm like. The, the um like it irritates me that history yeah. is repeating itself even back to the Black Panthers yeah even back to Martin Luther King who was cheating yes. even back to uh, Madame um, Harriet Tubman yeah why is it that we don't look at history and see these niggas is holding us back <laughs> <laughs> like, the, the the material shows that like look at the material like the facts literally show but yet we are still saying no our Black Kangs our Black Kangs so look at your Black Kangs please. <laughs> Like, when I see black women on social media saying, I must marry a black man, black men are beautiful, black men are made for us, I want to shed blood. I want to shed tears. I want to cry, bro. I want to cry. I want to cry. I want to cry. This is so humiliating. Oh, my God. Like, when... No, it happened recently. And I was like, hey, in 2020, it's 2020. Um, that beautiful model who, by the way, sorry, side note, I'm low-key psychic. Because I remember this, you know the model who dated the one that no one likes from power? I know her name, but I just forgot it right now. Bold, I'm not bold, short hair. Then she gets wigs, but then we prefer her with short hair. You showed me her on Snapchat recently. That model, Naya. Oh, Eva. Eva. That's the Eva. I saw her in 2018. I put her in my... Me and my girlfriend, our group chat, girlfriend, sorry. I was like, she's going to be big. What? And she's big now. But, um, yeah. yeah, she tweeted something like, um, black British boys, something just to uplift black British boys. And I wanted to tear my clothes. <laughs> I wanted to tear <laughs> my clothes. I was like, why would you do that? Why would you do but like that? Like I said, a lot of people don't have this mindset. They don't see it like that. They don't look at this. They I don't care to look hat. at that. They don't care. Like, And to be honest, like I, I hate. These are the same black guys. I will say to you, you've got bad hair. You're nappy headed. You're a gollywog, and you're here saying the only good thing about Britain is the black boys. Are you not from Britain too? <laughs> Why would you say such a thing? <laughs> you're a model. You're like, a model. You're, like, you're you're a beautiful model. And I'm not even. I'm not coming for her personally because I'm sure she's a great person. Like I'm not even gonna come for her. It's the mindset because she's. Yeah. I'm not singling her out. She's an example. It's the mindset behind it. Yeah. Why do black women put black men on, on a, a pedestal. pedestal that's what i wanted to say yeah. <laughs> why do we do that why we always put black women on a pedestal but it's just never the same Reciproc- energy it's it never, never has been never no one can pinpoint a point in history where that was the case so i don't know why we keep doing this <laughs> why do we keep doing like, it why it's why? embarrassing at Please. this point like harriet tubman she went to, she freed um, freedom right uh, freedom seven them slaves she came back to get her man who was already married to somebody else uh martin luther king what mm-hmm. yes yes Yes, yes. Uh, I think he bought his freedom and then married somebody else, something like that. And then um, Martin Luther King cheated on his wife. Uh, the Black Panthers were sexually they, assaulting the women in the movement. And they and weren't moving white women. for black women anyway. Exactly. They didn't think their plight was any even necessary to even fight for. Exactly. That's like black women made a sep- black women in the Black Panthers made their own separate faction from the Black Panthers because they weren't actually fighting for the black feminist belief or the black feminist movement. So, just a bit of history for you. Like the material. Yeah, the material literally shows that black men aren't writing for us. So why um, do we keep doing this to ourselves? This is why we're having psychological infection with our race that we're struggling internally. Because yeah. we don't we can't seem to understand like black women, we have a different scenario to other races yeah. of women. We can't just uplift and put our men on a pedestal because we know they've got us like that. We don't know that. Man. Big, like, um, we don't know that. Yeah, and they don't. <laughs> so. like, exactly, they don't. We're in a different the game is is different. Like yeah. we're in a di- we're in a different position. Like the game is so different. Like we are the most advanced in terms of black people. Yeah, yet we put the niggers, the kangs, on a pedestal. <laughs> but the material shows that we are even more advanced than they are. But we're still saying black king, black king. Did you know there was a study in America that said in twenty fifty the black women's net worth would be how much? Zero dollars. Let me tell you why. Because black women are projected to be the most educated and the and earn the most money. But still. Marry one Olodo from <laughs> from Martin Luther King Street. Hey, you need to He's get selling the crack fuck out of her house. Get the fuck out of my life. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> like I can't in 2020 I refuse to believe that we're still putting black men on pedestals. Yeah, I'm not I'm not doing that. That's literally why I always say. <laughs> 
That's like, I never have an issue when black women marry outside their race, personally. No one should have an like, issue. I, I don't think anyone should ever, ever have an issue. I don't keep the same energy when yeah. it comes to black women. I don't. Like, I it's just not don't. the same. Because it's not the same. Never it's never going to be the same. Be the same. Like, like I used to be the person that was like, I'm, I have to marry a black man. Like, I need to have black children. Blah, blah, blah. I used I, to be like Yeah, that. but like, at this point in my life... I didn't mean it, though. <laughs> <laughs> at this point in my life, I couldn't care less. Like, I honestly couldn't care less because... The material shows that's not going to happen. I'm sorry. The, it probably the, will happen. The stats show, no, the stats show that if you do, he's not going to be... Yeah, like, you. he's not going to be like... You will be the breadwinner. If we're looking statistically, because I we I did, like, in my Girl. degree, we have to look at statistics, right? Statistically... She got black, a whole degree in statistics, black, boo-boo. The black man you marry is not going to be on level with you. I know black men are going to be like... <laughs> because yes, I, I am. Know it is. Yes, I am. I'm the man with the plan. I don't <laughs> care. Like, it shows you ain't. <laughs> <laughs> so to all the exceptions you may respond high exceptions how are you doing I'm sure you're great but I'm talking about the rule which yeah. <laughs> ain't gonna happen boo yeah the mean the natural rule of thumb like yeah. the way life goes I'm not here to, look to, to make an exceptional rule for the people who are exceptions to the rule I'm talking about the rule which will impact which will impact the majority of women yeah. black women the rule not exceptions like hello Period. The exceptions usually marry white women or non-black women. So yes, that's Hello. what I'm trying to say. The exceptions always marry like, which obviously I don't really care. Neither do like, I. Like we we don't care, but it's, it's just like it's just it's just proof. Do you know what I mean? Like I remember seeing that picture at um someone's birthday, and it was like Kanye West. <gasps> yeah, Diddy's fiftieth. Um, Diddy's fiftieth, and it was like Kanye West, and then three other black men that I, Dr. Dre. And then two other black men that I just don't know who they are. Chase, and they, oh no, Chase wasn't in that. Picture. No, he wasn't. Chase. Was Naomi in that picture? Naomi Campbell. No, 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 no. It was. Oh like, wait, years the, ago. No, no, this is recent. Okay. It was like four black men. I know and the picture. Wives sat but I swear Naomi down. was in the picture at the end. No, no, because it was like the four men and the four wives. Wait, was it a table like this or was it like that? No, it was like they were on a couch. The girls sitting down, the member behind them. Yeah. I swear Naomi Campbell. Okay, no, she, she wasn't in that picture. You know she wasn't. <laughs> she was in the picture of Kim. My bad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> bye, girl. <laughs> bye, bye. But like, like I was saying, like it was the four. Black men who like made it to the top of their game, like Dr. Dre, you know, Dre beats, he's like a multimillionaire. Yeah. Kanye West, big in the fashion game and the gospel game, whatever. And how they all like successful black men and they all married outside their race, which we have. No problem. We don't care. Like, but it's just proving our point that whenever black men get to a point of success, success, they don't take black women along with them. And if they do, it tends to be like, like the, the only sweet dogs. exceptions. Like the exceptions. Dog, exceptions to the rule. Um, LL Cool J. He's literally the big. From his career was just all about loving his people. That was look at his yeah. music videos. Who it was all about love? loving I his people. Like he liked around the way girls. He liked the African American girls. Mm-hmm. Um, lip gloss on her lips, lollipop popping her hip. Like she, he liked those kind <laughs> of. Her that's what that was his thing. Like so, he was he was an exception, bro. Yeah. But a lot of people who are the rules think the that basketball that. players. Yeah. What's that? The big one. Um, LeBron James. Yeah, that's he's an exception. Game. Exception to the rule. And a lot of and it's like black women will see that and still be like, we need to fight against this. This is wrong. Black men belong to us. They don't. They don't. They don't black baby. men don't belong to you. They belong to the streets. Leave them alone. <laughs> <laughs> they belong to the streets. Okay. And oh my god. Okay. Talking about preferences and dating and stuff like that. Yeah. So basically, I remember seeing a thing. No, it used to be like a common assumption. Yeah. That if a non-black man liked a black woman. There was no way it wasn't a fetish. And I find that so problematic if yeah. you still believe that. Because, because you're literally mad. saying that a black women aren't attractive. You're saying that. You're saying black women cannot actually be attractive. You're saying yeah. no one can have an actual genuine attraction to black to women. Honest, I've always had an issue with that with that statement, to be fair. The, I never really deeped it. Deep, no, I, I used to believe it. I yeah, used I used to believe it. That's the point where I but believe I never it. But I never was like, oh, I, you guys genuinely think I actually can't be, no that, can be attracted I, to To me on my own. But like, I think that's, that's a problem period like uh, dating anyone based on the preference of skin tone is problematic period do you know what i mean mean regardless who it is regardless of who it is and who it's who is saying it and who's perpetuating it it is problematic what no nothing no perpetuating is the same thing no i'm sorry sorry. like who is saying it and who is like receiving it it's just problematic do you know what i mean because you can't be attracted to someone based on how they like based on the cut of their skin like it just doesn't even make sense like, it doesn't, make, it doesn't sense. make sense like because, it does it I mean if you mean it in the sense of like but the thing is I can understand 
that if you're like in the global south what i meant is like i can understand why, why you'd be that deluded to think that anyone would say i want to date someone with, with fairer skin yeah because it increases that child's chance of survival once they are born and they have fairer skin yeah like fair don't forget there are countries in south america who literally went on an ethnic cleansing spree in the 20th century and the 19th yeah. century to get rid of black people i 100 percent understand why a black person in a south american country like that would not want to date a black person i get it like it literally means that you want that child's chance of survival to succeed yeah 100%. i can understand it but where i am from <laughs> <laughs> in this global north yeah it doesn't uh, it, i i, I I don't understand it. It doesn't, it doesn't work make sense. that way. It's Blue. literally purely just a base level fetish. Yeah. And that's good on YouTube. Even black women who say they want to date a black... The, and the black man they date has to be dark-skinned. That is also a, a fetish. fetish. Because you're basically saying... A lot of them will say, oh, dark-skinned man, just the skin is like chocolate. I just want to lick it and... Do you hear what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> girl, do you know what you been doing? Like, like especially the girls in the OV, OV, OV from Love Island. Oh my like, god, the yes. girls in his comments, like, girl, That's you need normal. to like. That's not normal. Yo, you borderline. Is it normal? It's not normal. <laughs> Is it normal? <laughs> Are you normal? Are you normal? <laughs> It's not right. It's not right. It's not right. It's not right. Stop that. Yeah. It's but, not cute. Yeah. I, I mean it mainly from the women's perspective. You are falling over dark skin men like that. That is also effective. But do you know what? Like, and when I was watching Love Island, obviously Love Island's coming back, guys. Yay. Yes. Um when I was watching the um the little do you know the intros of the people in it? Oh the promo. Yeah, like the promo bits. I'll be like, I want someone that's tall, dark, handsome, dark hair this that long hair like things like that like even those things i just think are so a problematic and b just very thick is it fickle it's a fickle the right word like very fickle like okay you can have a long hair and have a shit personality so like where do we go from there but you got to look at the kind of people that go go on love Love island Island. your one day this year it was this year right no last year ciao last year was an exception to the rule of former contestants we've never had someone as intelligent as your one day on that show we've had people who literally were Man, I'm not dissing nobody who's in these professions, but we have people who were like receptionists, pen salesmen, pen salesmen, um, barmaids, knew someone who knew someone on the production team. Yeah, um, like you know what I mean. Like those are kind of like the caliber that we had on the show. <laughs> <laughs> right. So I generally expect them to understand how some of the things That's they say are problematic. Yeah. We had someone who made um, but not burger, uh, sandwich in a van in the middle of nowhere. Like those are the kind of people. We had someone who surfed in quotation. I'm doing um, air quote marks. Surfed for she a didn't surf a goddamn day like, in her damn life. Okay. Those are the likes of people who go on those shows. So it's, we're not going. If you watch Love Island or if you want to go into Love Island, don't expect to find someone who is an intelligent. Mm. Don't expect to find someone who no, is socially word. aware. Yeah, no, but word. That's 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 a, that's a scripture. Like that's actually a word. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that's actually a word because the caliber of people that tend to go on that and just don't have the range to mm-hmm. really understand what they're saying because Honestly. you will go for someone that looks like your type on paper and I say this in quotation marks but like your vibe is just off because you're just completely different but because you look like someone that I would be attracted to I'm going to go for you. That in itself, mad problematic. Like yeah. not everyone that looks attractive to you is going to be is going to vibe with you do you know what I mean or like, like you or like I you. remember in the beginning where, one where Sharif was there and then you could tell that Amber was not feeling him and he had the chance to pick someone and then Sharif stole Amber or Sharif just partnered up with Amber and then immediately it came to the next guy Amber quickly said Sharif go let me take this man that Callum guy that no one even knew where he came from it's the one that, oh the boring one yeah oh, the boring one the boring, boring guy <laughs> Amber chose him just to get away from Sharif and Sharif picked Amber because of the way she looked and if you looked at Amber during that picking section you could, Amber didn't step forward for you first of all but you still chose her because she was because she was mixed race yeah because that's what you would that's what that's you feel what like you would you go, go for on the for. outside that's why it's like if you're watching Love Island don't watch it with open eyes close your eyes close your eyes <laughs> close your eyes. your eyes well well <laughs> Love Island is all these reality TV shows where you are basically um, flies on the wall they're all just social experiments and it's for these type of conversations mm-hmm. I guess like to discuss how even people on camera they don't change the they don't change whoever they are you know I'm what I'm trying to say is like 
it's a reflection of real life. Like, yeah. this is, they're not going to change because they're on camera. This yeah. is who they are. So it's like, as disturbing as it may seem, I'm saying, oh, I want a blonde, I want someone with brown eyes. I don't know how white people even are looking at eyes to say, okay, your eyes are green, I can't like you. That's weird to me. No, like, that's what they do. actually weird. That's what like, they do with the world show. actually <laughs> so weird. Like, it's like when so they say, weird. I want a blonde, and it's like, but what does that even mean? Because you can change your hair colour. I can change my hair colour any day. Honey, I'll be blonde for you. Okay. I actually want to look into that. What does that even mean? Like, girl. It's, it's like, Are you Hitler? Like, why do you want a blonde? <laughs> <laughs> I can't. I can't. But to be honest, this year's Love Island, like, when I looked at it, it just... It kind of underwhelmed... It very much underwhelmed me. Yeah, um, I'm already Team Leanne. Yeah, Team Leanne all the way. I think she's stunning. I think she's absolutely gorgeous. When I say Team Leanne, what do I even mean? Like, I actually wonder what do I mean? Because I know exactly what's going to happen to her. She's not going to (gasps) win. Wait a minute. Hold up, hold up, hold up. Because, guys, I don't know if any of you watched Love Island Australia, the most recent series, but yo. That was drama. Please tell me why. Okay, there was one black girl who was... Was um, Yeah, there was a black girl called Cynthia. Yes, I'm Team Cynthia Chow. (laughs) Cynthia was on the show. She's a black girl. A very... uh, She's a dark-skinned black girl. And then um, she made it really far. She made it I really far. Her. Watch no, it's the most recent episode, most recent season. I don't think you've watched it. Not the one with the um, the short girl and the tall guy, and like he had a girlfriend on the outside. Like, I think that happens Afterwards. every season. Really? Goodbye, <laughs> child. Yeah, but I think she came third. Cynthia came third. Okay, I, need to, I think I missed this season. Yeah, you, watch the whole thing because her story is... I've, I've ruined it for you, but like her story is amazing. But wasn't the season really crap, though? Crap in terms of what? Like, it was actually shit. Like, it was boring. Like, nothing really happened. They cancelled it after this season, no? Oh, my God. I heard they cancelled it after the second season. Well, they had the season last year. That That's the one I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. They cancelled that one. Oh. After this, after this one, they're oh, not okay. doing it again. Wow. I don't know. Yeah, we don't know, but... um, Yeah. Carry on. Cynthia, I, I was just going to say, when I say Team um, Leanne, what do I mean? But when I was watching Love Island Australia, I was obviously, you know, rooting for Cynthia because I could relate to her in a weird sense. It's like, it's reality TV, I've never gone there, but I can relate to Cynthia. Mm-hmm. And um, she came third. And now I'm saying, like, what does that mean? And t- like, do I want Leanne to win? Did I want Cynthia to win? Because I didn't like the guy she was with because he was just weird. Like, he was... He was weird to me. But she really liked him. They're not together anymore. They broke up. Of course. Yeah. But, like, now that I've just said that, I wonder what does that even mean for me saying Team Leanne? Do I want her to tolerate a guy and win? Because I, you know, that's what I mean. Yeah. (laughs) I don't feel like Leanne's going to really meet her other half on the show. She has two degrees. She's got a whole master's. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just, like... I mean, I mean, <laughs> point and case, you know, <laughs> point and case. Hello. But she'll marry, she'll date someone that's maybe a pen salesman or you know, um, maybe some mixed burgers, you know. And there's been like conspiracy that um, Love Island, the producers basically rig it so the black girl doesn't last very long. They just basically don't bring anyone in who likes her because obviously everyone who's on the show and whoever goes on the show knows they're going to go on the show when the show begins including the people they bring in right and so mm-hmm. they can choose who's going to enter the villa in order to create more drama for us to watch and if you notice it wasn't up until last season where they brought in that square head mixed race boy that when yeah. I was I don't even know his name square head mixed race boy Wes no yeah. uh, he was Michael. a new person is his name Michael mm. Yawande was like coupled up with oh him oh my god Danny Danny that's it it wasn't until Yawande season they actually brought in quote unquote someone who liked Yawande and who went and said they want to date Yawande before that they were doing a sense okay we've ticked our diversity we'll quota wait. yeah <laughs> we've done our job dust our hands sit back we're just going to make sure that the world sees that we've done our bit no one's gonna. We don't care whether anyone comes in and likes her or not because we don't actually expect her to win. We just said you need to fill out this quota and then leave. Mm-hmm. Like Samira, for example. Samira was not filling any damn quota. Her head had damn edges. They made me sad. Montana. I mean, Montana actually coupled up with Dom and then Dom saw that other girl, Jess. Oh, Marlin. Like they do this thing where nobody will come in until like halfway through, mm. and all these white girls will be crying after like two days. Like, oh my god, I loved him. I can't believe. I was coming here to tell you that I loved you, and then you'll see the black girl <laughs> or the darkest girl literally being ignored. Oh, I don't think that's how what it means to be on a show about love and people are treating you like furniture. 
like for the for for a month and and the cam the world is watching you cameras are watching you and no one can relate like that actually sounds like mental torture and they yeah. don't crack once yeah not once like samira cracked you wonder no samira definitely the thing is like what samira said was so like powerful to me like i really identified with that she was like what can i do she was like what can i do like i'm me and like you're you do you know yeah. what i mean it was just like yeah. oh my god you are so sad yeah like, the <laughs> subtext of what she was saying yeah the subtext was really deep it was so like I, I really identified with that yeah. but um i look forward to love island let's let's see what they have for us let's see what like what team leanne all the way let's see what we do let's see what they come with you know if they come with but team, team. leanne and what do you mean what does that I'm mean? I'm calling everybody black, honey. I'm, but what does I'm, that I'm, mean? I'm Issa Rae in this, like... But what does that mean? <laughs> like, if you're black, I'm supporting you. No, but what does that mean for Leanne in particular? What do you want to see happen to Leanne? I want to see you couple up with someone that's nice or cool and, like, you can just at least get to the final with. So someone that she can tolerate? Yeah. You want her to tolerate someone for, to the final? Yeah. Get the bag and cut. Do a, Move like Greg. Are you crazy? Move like Greg. Greg came in at the final hurdle, swooped up Amber, and then cut after two months. Never trust the Irish. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 I take it back. Move like Greg. On God. On God, that's it. But anyway, guys, that was the tea of a slice of shade. Um... Nana, thank you so much for coming on my episode. Oh, it's okay. You were such a good... See, she was nervous at the start, but she pulled through. Like, yo, like, if you have time for Nana, like, obviously leave a comment. Let us know what you think of the episode. Okay, let me tell the Cyber bully me. Like, obviously we said a lot of... I don't think they're controversial. I think they're kind of common sense. But if you obviously don't understand it, you just elaborate. Drop a comment and we'll explain because we have time today and every other day. Oh, Thank you guys. Can I say anything before you go? Yeah, man. Shout out mental illness. Shout out Iran. Shout oh, out Iraq. We dying here. Like shout out Australia. You on fire right now. Honestly, like it's blazing. It's actually so bad. Apparently, it rained in Sydney the other day. Oh yeah. So shout out Sydney. Hope you're good. Um, shout out Iran. The plane just crashed. The Ukrainian plane killed everybody. Shout out to you guys. Are you crazy? Was that a passenger plane? Yeah, 176 people. Right. I haven't even got the time or the space to discuss this. Shout so this out is Nigeria. Not, not even a shout out. Shout Nigeria, out immigrants. Like... Shout out LGBT. Okay, we're done. <laughs> we're done. Shout out. Shout out. Bye. <laughs>